Welcome to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I am Connie Ostap, the clinical dietitian at the center, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to journey with you and to hopefully provide you with information that will help inform and inspire you. Our podcasts are aimed at keeping you healthy in mind, body, and spirit. This is podcast number 33. The title of today's talk is Keeping Your Heart Healthy. February is Heart Health Month, and today I'd like to talk to you about some ways to take care of your heart. Our heart is amazing. It's always working, delivering oxygen, supplying nutrients, and removing carbon dioxide within our body. It's not just a vital organ for life, it's actually a muscle. Each beat of your heart is the heart muscle contracting and relaxing. If you take a tennis ball and squeeze it, it replicates your heart contracting. If you release the squeeze, it replicates your heart relaxing. Incidentally, the force you need to squeeze a tennis ball is the same amount of force your heart uses to pump blood. And your heart does this all day long, 24 seven. One last heart fact that might surprise you is that the heart muscle works twice as hard as the leg muscles of a sprinter. And as hard as your heart works for you, we don't always do the best job taking care of it. According to CDC 2020 data, cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death in the US for men and women. But there is room for optimism with this fact. 80% of heart attacks and stroke can be prevented. Keeping your heart healthy is something you can work on every day. There's not time to dive into all of the many important ways of keeping your heart healthy but I'd like to talk about a heart-healthy eating pattern and highlight five areas that you can focus on. First of all, eat more fruits and vegetables. A diet full of variety of fruit and vegetables is linked to a healthier heart and a lower risk of heart disease. Choosing colorful fruits and vegetables and getting creative with finding ways to increase your daily intake is a great way to start. Add yellow or red peppers, onions, and fresh mushrooms to a pasta sauce or dice fresh apples in your chicken or tuna salad. Number two, switch to whole grains. Foods made with whole grains have more fiber and vitamins. The fiber component in these foods helps provide satiety, so you eat less but remain feeling full. Fiber is also like a scrub brush that helps clear your arteries of plaque buildup and can help lower your blood sugar and blood cholesterol. The 2020 to 2025 dietary guidelines suggest that half your grains should be whole grains. Be sure and check the fiber content on food labels to maximize your fiber intake. The average fiber intake of Americans is about 10 to 15 grams daily, and the recommendations are much greater, aiming towards 20 to 38 grams per day. Third, be careful with sugar. I like to talk about sugar soon after discussing whole grains as a reminder to also check added sugars on food labels, even with the whole grains. Many manufacturers will add sugar, honey, molasses to whole grain products to increase the sweetness incorporate into their processing and preparation. Consuming too much sugar can hurt your health. It's linked to increased risks for high blood pressure, obesity, high cholesterol, diabetes, and inflammation. And as sweet as sugar tastes, the consequences of too much sugar is not desirable. This is a great time to remind you that fruit contains natural sugars if you're looking for something sweet. Try frozen grapes, fresh berries, melon, mango, or whatever your favorite fruit is 
to sweeten your food selections. Now we're on to our fourth tip. Use herbs and spices instead of salt. Sodium is an essential nutrient that controls blood pressure and is needed to make nerves and muscles work properly, but you need the right amount. The American Heart Association has identified that nine out of 10 Americans consume too much sodium. We single out table salt because salt is composed of 40% sodium. If you can reduce added salt or salt within food products and flavor and season the foods with herbs and spices instead, it's a win-win. You're helping your health and enjoying flavorful food. Experiment with citrus or non-salt-based spices and herbs to enhance the natural flavor of your food. Reducing your reliance on processed food is also a great way to reduce your overall sodium intake. Finally, opt for healthy fats within your food pattern. Monosaturated and polyunsaturated fats are healthier for your heart and overall health. Olive oil, canola oil, and avocado oil that are liquid at room temperature are the preferred fats. Fish and seafood are also great sources of the essential omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which your body needs. Yes, you heard me. Mono and polyunsaturated fats are essential. You should also minimize saturated fat, those fats that are found in full fatty meats, full fat dairy products, butter. These fats are solid at room temperature. And also trans fats, those are found in hydrogenated oil and tropical oils. They're found in many processed foods. These all will reduce, will increase your risk for cardiovascular disease. It's best for your health to limit or avoid these whenever possible. So that's the five tips for heart healthy eating. And we're gonna summarize those by reducing your fat and sodium, switching to whole grains and leaning in on fruits and vegetables. So choose healthy and take care of your heart. It does so much for you. You've been listening to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I hope today's topic, heart-healthy eating, proves useful to you. You can find all of our podcasts and additional resources for clergy and religious on our website at sjvcenter.org. Click on resources. We are companions on your journey to stay healthy in mind, body, and spirit. We are the St. John Vianney Center, and our mission is you.